Hey, this doesn't look like the free all-you-can-eat midnight hot dog party. No, man, I said satanic hot dog murder party. Well, we gotta be getting close. There's one right there. It's not a hot dog. That's a dick. Trust me, I've seen a couple up close. Oh, shit. Here he comes. Here comes the spooky! What's going on, chuds and chudettes? Here comes the Spookies back with episode 9. Today we're going to pay tribute to Michael J. Pollard. We're also going to find out why Bigfoot hates dicks. Coming at you live from the bowels of the CNC Fart Factory. So sit back, relax, tie your buddy to a chair, and make him listen to your second favorite podcast. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? Just uh, fucking reveling in the bowels of the fart factory, the CMC fart factory. <laughs> you said it, and it's been fucking. It's gonna be embedded in my brain. Pumping up those farts. Oh man, how you doing today, man? It's uh, Cincinnati Jeff. I'm doing pretty good. How the fuck are you doing over there with your blue ass microphone? Uh, Nachos, I'm doing all right, my friend. A little tired, obviously from fucking last night's festivities. What happened? Uh, you know, we did some stuff. Uh, watched some fucking um, Godzilla movies, which is very enjoyable. Man, we watched a movie we're not going to talk about right now. Yeah. Yep, moving on. Let's yeah. talk, talk about a movie I may have watched today. <laughs> All right, before we get to the movie, though, got some talking points here. Mm. Uh, first off, uh, for those of you that listen, really appreciate you guys always checking us out. You can find us on Facebook at Here Comes Spooky, Twitter at Here Comes Spooky, Instagram at Here Comes the Spooky. We are on every platform that you can find your podcast so we got a pod bean we got an itunes we got a <laughs> blueberry we got a stitcher we got a cheese machine cheese machine we got a cheese machine yeah. we got another cheese machine that's not a real one don't look that up so definitely check us out we really appreciate it if you like it drop us a line you can also email us at here comes the spooky at gmail.com let us and, know what you think and Give if us you your don't like us drop us a fucking line anyway yeah. tony tough tits what's up <laughs> we love to hear hate mail yeah all right, so uh, sad news: Michael J. Pollard passed away at age eighty. Oh. Um, so we obviously had Sid Haig recently pass away, and Michael J. Pollard was also uh, a a cast member on House of a Thousand Corpses. He played Stucky. That's right. He was talking about Little Dick Wick Jam and the pencil near his eyes. It's a trick. He doesn't really do it, but anyway, he's actually got quite a bit of like credits to his name. So he was in the Bonnie and Clyde movie with uh, um, Warren Beatty. Was and uh, Faye Dunaway? And, oh, and I was gonna say Angelica Houston. Anyway, uh, he was in Scrooged with Bill. He's Murray. that sad little fuck that dies with the watch. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tango and Cash. Never heard of it. Oh man, he's the guy that gives them the fucking murder mobile at the end. That badass fucking like that merits a rewatch. Four four. I love that movie. That and Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. That is a double feature. He was also in Sleepaway Camp Three. Oh, that's a movie. Yep. So, gotta take a big swig for him. Audible clank of our beers, please. You old maniac. Give him a heck up there. Also, uh, recently this week, Wes Craven's estate have begun taking pitches for new Nightmare on Elm Street movies and TV shows. How about a fucking video game? I mean, I'm sure that can probably come too. So I guess what they're doing now is they're like hearing what people have for like the franchise like come on in softball pitch and see where it goes yeah and they're interested in like also doing like like hbo or like like a, maybe a netflix show or something like that so i guess they're hearing 
both. And I'm not saying that they're going to do one or the other. They might do both, which I think would be pretty cool. You know what would be nice? If they had Robert fucking England involved with that shit. Because he's ready to get back on that horse for one more time. I'm down with that. I'm diggity down. I am down like my pants at a family reunion. What would you rather have him do? Would you Like, let's say they did both. A movie and a TV show. A movie to continue the franchise. TV show might be its own thing. Or maybe like an origin story sort of thing. Which would you rather have Bobby E. playing Freddy in? Uh, okay. Well... Wes Craven always said he was in love with the idea of Frederick Krueger being an old-ass motherfucker. They were going to get the TGRI dude from Turtles 2, I think. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I don't give a shit. Bring me new fucking nightmare. Oh, yeah. Just, Just keep Rachel Tilly far the fuck away from that. Uh, you know what? Bring me a movie. Bring me some Star Wars shit. Where I mean, I like sci-fi. Freddy in space. <laughs> oh, I got sad for a minute. Uh, but, like, have a movie. Have a fucking... You know what? Bring back Freddy's Nightmares. Fuck it. I'll watch that shit. That'd be cool. Mm. That was a pretty good show. I mean, it had like a couple of episodes where Freddy was like the killer. Uh, they had an origin story, which was really cool. I think Toby Hoops and not Mick Garris directed that. You sure? I know you love Mick Garris. Nah. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that dude is the nicest motherfucker. And we'd probably ride like a paddle boat or some dirt bikes, even though paddle boats are stupid. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so next up. Uh, according to our main man and personal friend, Larry Zerner, the Zern. who played Shelly in Friday the 13th Part 3, he's the origin of the mask. Yeah. Uh, you can find him uh, on Twitter at Zerner Law. He's fantastic to follow, by the way. Uh, he tweeted out, and he updates his the fans of Friday the 13th, like the franchise, on all the lawsuit stuff that's happening. And it's great because while he is a lawyer, he's not... A part of this lawsuit at all. He's just doing this in his own free time to keep everybody updated. I mean, yeah. Fucking right, Shelly. So according to Shelly, uh, the Horror Inc. versus Miller case has a date where each are going to propose oral arguments in February of 2020. Uh, what does this mean? I don't fucking know. Jack shit. But uh, Larry Zerner estimates that this will probably not lead to a decision until at least June of 2020. I want to get those old fucking buttholes... In the room together, I want to take Victor Miller's head, I want to take Sean Cunningham's head, and I want to crack them together like fucking coconuts till sense comes out of their stupid, greedy old face. Make like the sounds like the fucking horse galloping. <laughs> right? A fucking ADR <laughs> for Monty Python Live or something. <laughs> like, spam a lot, here I come. Uh, so, coming on Friday the 13th of December 2019, we've got another Black Christmas remake. Yay. I'm not really excited about this one. I've watched the trailer, which sucks because I love the original so much. And the you remake mean that pretty pink pussy? wasn't too bad. It was a different monster, but you know what it was at the end of the day? Entertaining. Yeah. And Gortastic. They changed it up uh, enough to give you like a little bit of backstory on like Billy and all that shit. And Agnes and yeah. why they look like Simpsons characters. It was... I liked it. No, it's fun. It's not great. It's not bad. It's... You just... You double feature yeah. that with the OG, and hey, it's you're not. Having, yeah, it's. Not I the, dare you not to have fun. It's not the prom night remake. Fuck mm. that. Yeah, that one was run bad. over that movie's head with a lawnmower. This remake, though, it just it's got this like flavor where obviously somebody's killing all these sorority girls on campus. Well, and at then, least they got that right. And the girls start to fight back. Now, while I'm not against obviously empowering women and like kicking ass and stuff like that, I like the aspect of a final girl. Like that's just one of my favorite parts of a slasher movie. So for this thing, for them all to team up, it just doesn't formula. look entertaining. It looks like Charlie's Angels in a fucking, like, murder town. I, I'm not a thing. 
But where's that movie? I'd watch it. Right? It's got to be better than Liz's Banks fucking shit fest of what... Didn't see it. Moving on. Right? So, because I'm like, uh, chicks kicking ass, it's, I'm not against it. Uh, I actually wanted to talk about uh, some of the toughest women in like movies and cinema. So, I looked up and found a Ooh. list that IFC did, which is the 10 toughest women of IFC, like their list of women movie characters. So... When I read off what they got here, this isn't my list, and we could talk about some honorable mentions or people that we need think that need to be on it. But uh, number ten is Trinity from the Matrix trilogies. <laughs> yeah, I think they could have had some better choices on here. Yeah, like number nine is actually Steel. right. Number nine is actually a twofer. Um, you got Yu Shu Lian and Gen Yu from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Moving on. <laughs> Didn't watch it. Nope. Ah, it's fun. Uh, you got Oren Ishii. Oh, Oren Ishimoto? From uh, Kill Bill. Just Dude. Lucy, Lucy Liu's hacking. Run it down the table. And if anybody has any fucking questions about my ethnicity or blah blah blah, uh, let me fucking know. That yeah. is, I am paraphrasing. But she runs down the table and fucking hacks the dudes just tippity top of his head off. That's She's badass. Yeah, so. Lucy Liu's fun. And then uh, number seven right below her is The Bride from Kill Bill. So, Uma Thurman's character. Yeah, I mean, she did cool shit. Also tough. Some of that dialogue is so fucking cringy, though. You get to number six through one, and these ones are I'm definitely like more on board with, okay. uh, except for one. So, number six, Leia Organa. Yeah. Right? Princess motherfucking Leia. Princess, or general, general, right? Yeah. Leader of the Resistance. She's fucking badass, dude. Rocking and those honey buns. Things. I love it. Number five, Sarah Connor. I'm surprised she's not higher up on the list. Yeah, I'm not sure if they're like going in, like what who rates what, but you know, it's fucking Sarah Connor, dude. Like, uh, I'm gonna pit five and number one together. And, like, if you're fucking, fucking up wins. things called Terminators occupation, terminating right on the regular, and like being a single mom while doing so, you're a bad bitch. You get fucking Sarah Connor and fucking like in a fist fight with any of those fucking action stars from back in the day. And I'm going to fucking back Sarah Connor every fucking time. You know what? She's, she's gonna, tough as fuck. She's going to tag team in her fucking stunt double, a.k.a. her twin sister, and then you're just in fucking Hamilton. It's like, oh, John McClane, that's cool. Yeah, terrorist. I fight fucking Terminators. Terminators. From the future. Future. <laughs> they terminate. Uh, number four is Clarice Starling. Uh, oh, from shit. From the Sons of the Lambs, Hannibal Lecter films. So... I'm kind of on the fence about this one because you've got... It's Jodie Foster. And then the other one from Hannibal is... Um, oh, uh, the redheaded chick. What's her fucking yeah. name, dude? She's Julian Moore. Yeah, not Morgan Fairchild. Yeah. Wow, what, what, what the fuck? And what's really weird about that is like they play those characters very differently. So it's kind of like two different characters, I would say. Well, the price of one. So I, I'm I'll not, buy that for a dollar. Well, I think Clary Starling is tough. I wouldn't say that she's as tough as some of the other people on this Sarah list. Connor would knock, knock her fucking tits off. Uh, number three is Maggie Fitzgerald from Million Dollar Baby. That's an Eastwood movie if you've is never seen it. Is that Hillary Swank? Yeah. Where she can't take a seat with her neck? <laughs> right? <laughs> it's that boxing movie. Did you not see it? No. Is it a horror movie? No. Is it about killer fucking robots or assassins, dude? It's got Godzilla in it. Right? Yeah, he's in the audience. He's like, I heart you. This one was fun and I was very surprised at. Number two, Coffee. Yeah. Pa- Pam Greer. From fucking coffee. Dude, I'm pretty sure she put razor blades in her fucking afro and fought a bitch. Dude. Was it that one? Yeah, I think so. 
Coffee, though, fucking tough, dude. Pam Greer, tough. I like all, like, the fucking different posters. It's, like, the grandmother of them all. Like, you know, like, badass, like, kind of shit. Like, I just love what they say about her and, like, those fucking I just say, I, I wouldn't say grandma, because it's, like, I'm thinking, you know, some old lady with a walker. I Call her Gilf. Gilf? Dude, I'd probably get up in that gut locker still oh, to this dude, day. Fucking... Drop a tit on me, break my fucking neck, dude. Did you see them Pam shits? Greer's hot. I mean, coffee. black don't crack on me. Dude. And she kicks a lot of ass. I want to uh, see her suffocate somebody with one of her giant tits, dude. Is that in a movie? <laughs> I say prefer know. a remake. See if maybe Rudy Ray Moore. Black Dynamite can, 2. Yeah, there you go. Get ahead of it. Uh, number one. I'm sure you can guess number one. Oh, it's Ellen fucking Ripley, dude. Right? I'm just really shocked. Sarah Connor's not higher on that list. Dude, Ellen Ripley, though, right? Fucking, fucking knocking out fucking Xenomorphs. Prison guys. Right. Androids. Uh, being half an alien. Meeting that thing in the basement. Dealing with fucking shitty cats. Playing basketball against Ron Perlman, like one Palman and Ballman. Killing herself <laughs> several times. Surviving that franchise that turned to straight poops. <laughs> Not straight poops, but fuck's sake. Somebody, uh, like, in the comments when I was, like, looking at this was like, Yeah, Ellen Ripley's fucking sweet, dude. One, two, definitely four. And I'm like, four? Like, I like Resurrection. They gave her a boost. But, like, how do you not say she's, like, good in fucking three? While I'm not the biggest fan of Alien 3. I love Alien 3. It's, it's, it's like, she's fucking so awesome. It's bleak. It's like, hey, remember that happy ending of two? Like, where everybody's riding away in the sunset with giant smiles? Nah, we're fucking killing everybody. That little girl, Newt, <laughs> fucking dead. Yep. Oh, uh, uh, Michael Behean? Yeah, Biggs. Yeah, there you go. Fucking dead. Beloved Bishop? Nah, dude, you voided his warranty. Get him yeah. out of here. The cat? He, uh, Jonesy stayed at home. Remember, too? She's like, no, nah, you little shithead, you're staying here. And Jonesy's like, I'll see you in hell, bitch. <laughs> Where's that movie? So I was surprised at, like, the ten that were on this list. And I thought there were some, my personal honorable mentions that they left off that I just was like, I think they fucking deserve or make the bigger list. So What you got? Because uh, I got... Morticia Adams. She's not really a badass, though. Ah, dude. Like, she fixes all the fucking problems in both fucking movies. Did she, like, run up a wall with two Uzis or something, you know? No. She fucking fixes it because she's super fucking smart and she's not afraid. Like, fucking in the first one, Gomez is just, like, eating fucking cereal and watching Donahue and shit and, like, can't get his shit together. So she fucking goes and fixes it and is getting tortured by Fester and his fake-ass stepmom. In the second one, it's the same shit because it's Fester again and she's going up against uh, the Black Widow. Oh, it's fucking Joan Cusack. Yeah. I'd like to hit that bitch in the mouth with a golf club. So, I'd say, hey, fucking Morticia Adams, dude. She's badass. You're um, not going for the obvious. Lori, Lori Strode. Lori Strode, thank you. Now, not so much tough in the first one, and even in the second one. But uh, like, she survives an evening with Michael Myers. I mean, she. it's like in the Friday the 13th game. You're not killing Jason. You're running that clock down. Right, but she's... Same thing. While she is a final girl, it's not like Amy Steele and fucking... You know, Friday no, she's, two. she's an alpha bitch. Yeah, like, she's very much, like, running and hiding in the first two movies. But then you get to fucking H2O, she fights back. Resurrection, she's got a whole fucking plot. And then, if you discount all those and you go to fucking Forever. H4O 2018, like, yeah. she's H40. Sarah Connor in that fucking shit, dude. Dun, 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 she's got a dun, dun, compound. Yeah, yeah, she does with fucking wonderful mozo traps. Uh, Buffy Summers. Oh, fuck yeah, dude, Buffy. Are we talking, uh... Oh fuck! I'm, I'm blown. I up. mean, it, I, I, not till unlike this point, unlike Cleary Starling, the Buffy, both Sarah Michelle Gellar and um, uh, Christy Swanson. Thank you. They thank play you. the character very similar. Radic- 
I would say so. Well, because you get Chrissy Swanson, who's real talk. I wasn't big into Buffy. Nothing against it. I, love I was it. just too busy jacking off. She's very much a valley girl at the beginning, school. but she's a badass at the end, which continues on into the TV show. Well, if we're playing by that game, why, why isn't Elvira on that list? She's like Morticia Adams, and she gets Rambitch in the movie. Well, not Rambitch per se, but she saves the town. <laughs> It's been a minute since I've seen it. I was just saying, she opens a gate with her tits. <laughs> she tricks the young boys into painting her house for her. That's yeah, fucking old boy from uh, Nightmare Three, uh, Wizard Master. So Marion Ravenwood, Marion Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh my god! Ball. Right, like she's fucking kicking Nazi and fucking Rusky ass in both of those fucking movies. And she, when she outdrinks, dude, in the right? She's fucking outdrinking home. I love it. She even pulls that thing like, "Oh, I'm getting drunk," and then she's just like, <laughs> her face is just like, Sha-na-na. dude's fucking big, Bitch. like Andre the Giant, fucking huge. Uh, Lilu, Lilu Dallas, multipass. Not my favorite movie, but uh, I don't know, Miljovovich. Fuck, dude, even her in the first Resident Evil, the first one. You know what? Let's just steer clear of that conversation <laughs> altogether. We'll save that for like if we ever did a, like a Resident Evil retrospective. That might be perfect for that. Katniss Everdeen from the Hunger Games movies. Oh, my mic turned off, and I can't talk about this now. So you have to lead the charge on this one. It's so I mean, weird. she's just fucking badass all the time. I'm a fan. We don't have to get deep in the weeds for because I know you don't. What you about know. old girl from fucking uh? No, those movies suck. And the last one I put on here was uh, Lieutenant Nayota. Uhura. Michelle Nichols, Lieutenant Uhura. Uh, sorry, I'm just thinking of her fan dance from part five. It's like, <laughs> you're a decade or two past your prime, and uh, this is solely fan service for a very specific, uh, you know, Yeah, but, I'm, I'm base, not, but that doesn't make her bad at Like, in fucking The Search for Spock, like, she's an integral part of fucking stealing the goddamn Enterprise. Like, she's, it's fucking cool. I feel like we're missing some really obvious ones. Like, without I, getting into super I tried to go movies. with people that were in more than one movie, except for, obviously, Lilu Dallas. Well, how about fucking, um, Scar Joe's Black Widow? Yeah. Or is that a little too on the nose? I So I didn't pick any of the Marvel ones, because it's... How about Holly Berry's Catwoman? <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. That's a terrible movie. All right, all right. I'm done with this. What else you got? All right, so, okay, so we are... Moving on, so we're going to talk about Night of the Demon, not Night of the Demons. And not the 1957 Night of the Demon with some kind of actual demon. Right? This is Night of the Demon, 1980. Um, When Nachos was the first time you saw this movie? Oh, geez. I think I watched it today. (laughs) No, I saw it. I've always heard about it. I saw segments like, you know, on YouTube videos. I was at Whorehound a couple years back and I got a totally legal copy that isn't a bootleg. It's so weird because when I got it, the disc like didn't have any font or like label on it. So Mm -hmm. I took a Sharpie and I wrote demon or night of the demon, AKA the movie where Bigfoot totally rips that dude's dick off. You're not wrong. So I never saw this until... You recommended it to me, so and I watched it solely for the podcast. Is it a, is, isn't it on a on a list? It's on the Hello Nasty, Hello Nasty. How you been? It's time to let the shit movies out the dungeon <laughs> of the CNC Music Factor or Fart Factory. <laughs> 
We have two dead dogs in this room are that are just low-key lighting this room up with farts. So if we get a little little dizzy. Yeah, it's because we're low in oxygen. And it's the farts are making it hot in here. And high in dog farts. <laughs> so this is uh, number four on our Hello Nasty list. We're getting there. Yep. We're getting there. We're working through all fucking 72 of them or whatever. So uh, let's go ahead and meet our casualties. Uh, oh, but first, uh, I want to talk about director James C. Owasan. Guess what else he directed? This. Yeah, this is it. It's fucking the only thing in the world. Shocker. Yeah. And uh, as we meet our casualties here, uh, I'm going to go down the list of who they play, uh, but they aren't in anything else. I know Bigfoot's in a couple other movies. He actually, <laughs> he's a, he eats a corsage in Harry and the Hendersons, and uh, he befriends Steve Rogers. He Didn't he do those insurance Manor. commercials? Was it for Allstate? Oh, and Beef Jerky. Yeah. Jack Slings. He's not, you know. Sasquatch approved. I mean, right. So uh, we've got Michael Cutt, who plays Professor Bill Nugent. The Nuge. We've got Joy Allen, and I literally could not find out what character she played. This movie is horrible for fucking names, by the way. We've got Melanie Graham, who played Wanda McGinty. Crazy one. Paul Keller plays the Sheriff. Lynn Eastman Rossi plays Susan Nugent. That Rossi's concerning. Like fucking... Leo Rossi? Two fucking scenes. Oh, okay. Eugene Dow plays Dr. Paxton. Don Hurst plays Dr. Harris. Terry Wilson plays Inspector Stack. Shane Dixon plays the Bigfoot. Big feet. (laughs) And Parrot Cooper plays the Reverend Emmett McGinty. Ugh. I tried to find like other stuff these guys were in, even like going on IMDb. They did some commercial work, some I'm gonna be bony fucking TV show stuff. It, nothing worth noting. Can I tell you who like the most uh, known character in this movie is? Bigfoot. The soundtrack. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> we'll get to that. So this movie was released in November of 1980. Yes, which was a shining year for horror, especially obviously kicking off the 80s horror genre. We've got The Shining. <laughs> the Fog, The Changeling. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, Cannibal Holocaust. Do you remake The Changeling? Should they remake The Changeling? No, never. Because they kind of did. A scary movie, too. Yeah, but that was also like The Haunting in there and like, dude, The Changeling. Fucking George C. Scott, dude. And his ass voice. Like, fucking leave it. That's so good. Uh, so it's just a Cannibal Holocaust. Friday the 13th. Never heard of it. Prom Night. Oh, is that the one where Jason's the killer? Terror Train. Jesus Christ. She's in... Jamie Lee can do as she pleases. She's fucking in three of these movies. She's busy that year. Uh, Christmas Evil. Maniac. Yes! New Year's Evil. And The Unseen. Which, never, never saw it. Which, <laughs> if you guys didn't know, that's a, that's a Danny Steinman uh, oh. wrote, written and directed movie. So uh, it's a porno. No, he actually had his name scrubbed from it because like he had like difficulties with Holy the... shit, if he's getting his name scrubbed from it. Yeah, like, he... that just wasn't enough hardcore fucking scene. I don't know why that's Gilbert Godfrey. Why you just are on that? We gotta have we're gonna have like an episode about Danny Steinman. Like he he did all porn, yes, but it was like in the seventies when they were fucking doing So did Wes like, Craven. Other fucking porns. Yeah, exactly, right? Like that was like a thing. It was like mainstream. They were in theaters and shit. It wasn't just jack off shows. Yeah. It actually, I think when it released, I forget what he did, like Hightower or something like that. 
it was like made more high money. High rise, yeah. It made like more money at the time in theater than Deep Throat did. It was like equally as popular. You're that Deep Throat. We're coming for you. So you know, let's let's fucking get, cut the guy some fucking slack. I've seen a couple up close. All right. So how to watch this movie? What Amazon, right? You can get on VHS. Yeah. Uh, there are two DVD versions of this. There's a uh, actually, sorry, there's three. Totally uh, two legit. versions came out in 2004, and then the Code Red <laughs> version, which came out in 2011. That's the one I have. Is that the one you watched? Yeah. So this one's weird because you have this girl named Maria. She was in like the WWF, WWE, whatever you want to call it. WWE. Uh, she was like one of the divas. And she, like, hosts these B-movies. I don't know if she has other movies or if this is her only one. Yeah, maybe this was, like, her audition. But like... uh, that, that's the version that I have. And, like, when you watch the Code Red one, I actually have it over here. They've got this little disclaimer at the beginning of the movie, which just made me fucking, like, lose my shit. It says, Due to unforeseen circumstances, a one-inch tape master was all that was left in the vault for this film. We at Code Red digitally cleaned it up as much as possible and apologize for any disappointment. We hope the quality will not deter viewers from enjoying this film. They ran that thing through a fucking Thank dishwasher because <laughs> this movie is beat. Yeah, you, you get that at the beginning. It's like, hey, this isn't the best, just so you know. And the, the production value, the film quality is pretty rough. Cinematography is like good, but it's like you're watching it through a Pringles can with a dryer like sheet celebrating it. I don't know. it yes, really. right. Uh, and then, as Nacho said, you can also get it uh, right now on Amazon Prime. I think it's on Tubi. Is it? Maybe. To I, be continued. I think this might be the first instance where a movie is not on Tubi. Yes. All right. You ready to horse around with some maniacs? Yeah, boy. Maniacs. <clears throat> so, our film opens up to the sound of this glass IV bottle like dripping for a patient in a hospital bed as two doctors and an inspector inspector duck are walking around his bed the patient has been brought in beaten and mutilated the inspector wants to speak with the man we later learn is professor bill nugent about five other missing students but the doctors doubt he will be able to remember much Professor Nugent, who is wearing a bandage across his face like a fucking Mortal Kombat ninja. Right. Looks like... Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> wants to warn everybody about the creature in the woods that did this to him and begins recounting his story. <laughs> right? Hope you like flashbacks, motherfuckers. This fucking movie is just flashback after flashbacks. Flashbacks inside of flashbacks inside of flashbacks. It's like fucking Flashception. It's like, yes, it... <sighs> It actually gets hard to follow the plot sometimes because I'm we had to bust out the dry erase board. It's like parallel universes. And <laughs> we and were drawing lines on pizza boxes, right? <clears throat> who put beer in this can? Huh? So we start out with a fisherman story who was mutilated and murdered in the woods. Then the fucking flashback starts. Cuts to the fisherman. He's camped out in the woods prepping his fishing pole. We then get a shot of what can only be described as monster vision for this. Like I guess. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. I, Monster Vision sounds great. It's this fucking POV red ring that is like, I guess that's what you use for like Bigfoot's fucking point It's of like view. when you stare through a Pringles can kind of thing. Yeah. It's like the uh, the iris. And every time you see this, you know that Bigfoot is stalking somebody as it's moving through the woods. The monster sneaks up behind the fisherman and rips his fucking 
arm off. This fisherman did nothing to Big Feets. Right? Causing the fisherman to fall to the ground and bleed to death. And now this next scene was pretty cool. It's a beauty. As the blood is flowing from the fisherman's severed arm and he slowly bleeds to death, it fills the footprint of Bigfoot, like, up with blood. The logo. And then the fucking opening credits begin to roll. Night of the Demon. Yeah. I actually think that's a pretty solid scene. Oh, that's legit, man. Like, you couldn't handle a better title card. Right? So we have death number one. Would you say the fisherman got... Squatched! 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 <laughs> We're going to be doing that a that's, lot. That's our shtick. That's Not that I'm too lazy to write jokes, but... How many times am I going to be able to say squatch and it makes sense? There's not... I mean, there are a lot of fucking Bigfoot killer movies out there, but not enough that we're... Are there? (laughs) Yeah. Are there? I'm sure there are. Uh, I was like, name me three Sasquatch movies that aren't Harry the Hendersons. Uh, The Legend of uh, Boggy Creek? Uh, Okay, that might be a regional thing. You know what you want to talk about, right? From the same guy who did... uh, um, That's the Tom that just done it. Town that dreaded the sundown. town that dreaded sundown. Right. I don't know. There's a bunch of them on fucking like Amazon and Netflix. And on Squatch Watch. Squatch. Squatch Watch. Squatch Watch. It's this new streaming service. <laughs> so sponsored by Jack Links. Now back to the movie. Uh, so as the movie started, we get the credits roll. We cut to a college campus. Yeah, the fucking weirdest music. It's like this upbeat PBS fucking after school music. I have. It's playing. It's it plays it. It plays during the fucking menu of the DVD too, which is super fucking annoying. It's like if you could get Greatest Jams of the Weather Channel Volume Two. This is that. It's so good. There's a fucking remix, like beep, 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 Skrillex remix. Anyway, go ahead. Elevator music kills itself listening to this. I right. That's the only way I can get hard is if I David Carradine in an elevator and yeah. then like Sasquatch watching and sees my like blue balls. He's like. And during the scene, like the two students are walking across campus together. It's like the like the credits continue to roll, and this fucking music is playing the whole time. The scene takes forever. Oh, oh wait, hold up! It kills me. Did you catch the art director's name? Uh uh-uh. uh David Gooch. The Gooch. The Gooch. The Gooch. Gooch. <laughs> I had to. The Gooch. Not fucking the Goot like Gutenberg. It's the Gooch. I gave myself sorry, my. Beer spilled. I gave myself a money shot in the glasses. Oh, well, I guess I better heavily drink in the meantime. Look at me, I'm just a classy gal. Got it all over my face. Got the eyes. <laughs> With that protective eyewear, homie. So finally, as the students arrive, and that fucking music stops. Dude, why are you hating, dude? This shit's good. <laughs> I love the music. Awful. The professor tells everyone to pay attention as he starts a home movie of a mom and a daughter at a picnic in the woods as their dad is fucking filming it. You see the family become, like, visibly frightened in the video, and they begin to run away as the professor explains that the officials found the footage with no traces of the people nearby. And the camera is, like, knocked over to the ground as we see this, like, like upshot of Bigfoot's skirt uh, as he's stepping over it in the fucking skirt? film. Skirt? Yeah, like one of those upshot fucking... Oh, wow, okay. Like mirrors on the shoes kind of thing. That's some really hairy porno right there, right? <laughs> Into hairy bears. So, what we have? Death two, three, and four. Squatch, 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 squatch. Okay, it's three, it's three, three squatches. Squatch, 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 squatch. Number four. Oh, uh, rapid fire. Uh, 
Okay, go ahead. All right. Professor Nugent then passes out a copy of an article about the fisherman's death, and he then introduces Carla Thomas, who was the fisherman's daughter, to the class to explain that she might be Not the preacher's daughter? Not the preacher's daughter. Okay. The fisherman's daughter. To help them find proof of Bigfoot. Apparently this entire fucking class is just like devoted to finding the mythological fucking creature that wanders it's the fucking squat! world. 101. <laughs> so in her tangent, she says the negatives went missing, which means only one thing that goddamn Sasquatch got in was tampering with the evidence. <laughs> squatch it up. <clears throat> Carla explains, yeah, that the other deaths have taken place in the same area as we get a flashback. Of a guy and his gal making love in a van parked deep in the woods. Eight minutes and 50 seconds into the film. Eight minutes and 57 seconds oh, fuck your into face. the film. We got them titties! Boobies! We got them titties! Boobies! This chick is pretty svelte. Is that a word? Svelte? Velcro? She's pretty Velcro. What would you say? Svelte? What the... F- I what don't would know. that have to do with Google that, that shit, nerds. It's svelte. actually the inner lining of a, of a raccoon's urethra. Is felt. I don't fucking know. Yeah, it's with a rat, raccoon boner bone. I don't know. That's not a thing? Okay. I don't fucking think so. Alright. Is this chick wearing a wig? Yeah, it looks like it, right? I mean, she's got some luscious ginger locks, but uh, I think that came from the art department. Or department. So department. As, as Bigfoot is peeping around getting his jollies, he rips open the back door to the van and smashes, snatches homeboy as he was in the middle of slapping bodies with his red-headed lady friend. Do you want to do the audio for this? I'll let you do the dude and I'll do the chick. Uh, he, well, he was then mauled to death off screen before uh, being thrown across the no, windshield. No, Bigfoot pulled him out of the van mid-fuck because we changed angles from them smooching on boobies and shit to staring directly into this man's asshole. Then Bigfoot pulls him out, pulls him up on the fucking van... And we only, you know, it's from her POV. It's, because Big Fish, Big Fish, Big Fish, Big Fist, <laughs> Feet Boy is fucking tear a straight jacking dude off on the top of the van, giving him a happy ending because he's got jizz all over his belly and he's like sliding down the windshield. What is in that oh. beer? Crack cocaine. Because you're clearly fucking crack cocaine. Fucked up. Crack cocaine. Jesus. He's sliding down because he's got like Bigfoot hair and jizz on his belly and he's like. <laughs> No. No? No. Because I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happens. He mauled the motherfucker to death. So, what deaths we got there? Uh, Death number six. Fuckboy got... Squatched! Um, Actually, that's... You you know what? I forgot to count the fisherman's daughter. Or, the fisherman. Yeah, you... Man, you are bad at the math. That is death number five. five. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, death number five. You've been squatched. I got squatched. I need to be on fucking squatch watch. So we cut back to Professor Nugent getting... Well, hold up. Carla said that there were two victims, so off screen, Lady Ginger got... Squatched. No, she said there were multiple deaths in the area, and then she talks about two people in a van. She doesn't say two victims. Okay, did you notice, like, when he was sliding down the windshield, she's, like, screaming for five minutes, and she's jacking off the towel? No. Yeah, she's like, look at my tits. I don't think you can see her boobs, just her face in that scene. No, maybe maybe tits are plenty. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. I would remember. I would remember something like that, sir. I stare hard. Stare hard. I've got stare no chill. Harder. 
So we cut back now to Professor Nugent, who is getting home and talking to his wife about some of the students and Carla going into the woods to do some research and find some proof of Bigfoot as the college has pulled out their funding. Um, wife got bought her. She's like, not, you got to hang out with femme fatales in the woods? Yeah. Okay. Loose femme fatales. And it's right. just like, chill out. Like, I'm just trying to find Bigfoot. Find it's like, food. I'm not fucking surprised. You know, the college was like, oh, maybe we can't get behind this. I'm not here to clam hams. I'm here to fucking, I'm on Swatch Watch. <laughs> Swatch watch. Oh shit! Remember Swatch watches? I do remember the Swatch yeah. watch, but you want to you want to be on Squatch watch. Squatch watch. Uh, we then get this awful shot of Professor Bill in this fucking man speedo. Whoa! Because he's like undressing. That, I, I know it's the eighties. Yeah. This is what he's moving in to make Whoopi. <laughs> you know, Whoopi it's... Goldberg was a crack smoking prostitute. No, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, her name was like. Carla Johnson or Fergie something. Fergie was. Yeah. What does this have to do with anything? I'm just saying, dude. You said Whoopi. Yeah, that's what they fucking called it back then. Making Whoopi. I'm making fuck. Whoopi. Making cream pies. <laughs> so, cue the shitty music. We are back at the woods as Professor fucking Bill, Carla, and his best students are being taken across the river. Oh, are they going to... In a boat to meet Lou Carlson and ask him some questions. Did you catch that sign as they're pulling up? Uh Uh-uh. It's like, Carlson Mansion. It's like, motherfucker, you see your shack? (laughs) I like ironic humor, too, but uh, you ain't fooling nobody, hot dog. Yeah. As they uh, uh, they find out he was the one that sent out the news clippings of the accident, which obviously caught the professor's attention. Uh, they catch it. They catch up to Mr. Carlson at his cabin, and he says that he can't stop to chat as he fucking heads off to go hunting and bolts. The group there makes camp outside the Carlton Mansion. Yeah, no, for real. <laughs> that is, we will rewind that. to wait for him. Uh, and uh, they're just having a lot of back and forth, and they're kind of really shitty to this one girl that goes with them because it was like, oh well, she's like, oh let's turn on the radio up, and I just want to do some dancing. And they're like. You said if you if we let you come along, you do the dishes. And she's like, right now I want to dance. And they fucking literally say, no dancing till the dishes are done. Damn. Whoa. Fucking bring it back a little that bit. That hurt there. my heart. Yeah. I'm hearing sad yeah. Hulk. Maybe slap her while you say it. Yeah, you right. Spin her like a fucking top, man. <laughs> Be a big man. Take Spit in my throat while you do it, too. Fucking take your dick out and beat her like a baby seal. Yeah. Spit in my open mouth, huh? Why don't you slap me in the face? Let me see you get really angry. Why don't you fucking fish hooker and walk around the room to the dishes? <laughs> uh, this is fucking happening. Mr. Carlson comes back through the bushes with no fucking hunting score, so I guess he's fucking shitty at that, too. Uh, and he brushes him off again and says he'll answer the questions in the morning. And, like, it's this is the best, like, dialogue here because, like, the professor's like, it's cool. It's just going to take a couple minutes. He's like, yeah, and no, I'm busy. It's like really fucking like five minutes of your time. He's like, yeah, yeah, in the morning. Okay. What do you what do you got going on in that fucking one room mansion of yours? Yeah. Yeah. If you need your dishes done, she'll do it, and that'll free up some time right. for you. If you need to spit in somebody's eyeballs, <laughs> we got you, dog. <laughs> so elsewhere, we uh see a man camping in the woods. He's not in the woods, he's in the middle of a fucking field. <laughs> in his sleeping bag. 
when Bigfoot enters the scene, picks the man up inside his fucking sleeping bag, and he starts fucking helicoptering him around. Petey Pablo, straight up, spin your cape around your head fucking like a motherfucking helicopter. Right, just straight over his fucking head. This one for just... you, this one for me. And this dude is screaming the whole time. And it's like getting, it's like, they filmed it so bad with the fucking audio. It's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's like that. It's like the fucking scene where Bart fucking hangs onto the fucking ceiling fan with, with fucking Grandpa's Ventures. Yes, dude. <laughs> that kind of shit. Uh, Bigfoot then lets go as the man slams into this fucking brush pile and he's impaled upside down on a tree branch while fucking dying and still like giving off this awful scream i i think like the fucking adr director was not of this earth it's just like how do humans make noises from face hole i am human man uh human man makes noises like (laughs) death number was it seven now uh death number six death number six sleeping bag dude got squashed So, later that night, back at the fucking Carlson Mansion camp, Roy uh, pulls out a bottle of booze from his bag. And a pack of smokes. And a fucking pack of smokes. I want to say it's like Jack Daniels and Marlboro Reds. He sneaks off to fucking Luke Carlson's house there and, uh, like, knocks on the door and offers it to him as a thank you for, like, you know, letting them be there. It's like, come on in. I'm so lonely. Yeah, Carlson. me and my cats. Invites his ass inside and offers him a drink of the hooch he just gave him. And they begin to chit-chat as Roy offers him a cigarette, but Mr. Carlson claims he doesn't smoke. It's a nasty habit. And Roy, then he spits jaw on the floor. Roy, ever the investigator, sees several, like, cigarette cigar mm. butts in the ashtray. Dude, let's get real. They're fucking blunts. And he, like, takes a couple and fucking puts them in his pocket. I thought they were, like, roaches. I was like, oh, fuck. They are. They're sweet-ass like, blunt roaches. Yeah, he like, was Roy's taking fucking, it back to the camp. Yeah. To get That's fucking what I tested. So Roy obviously fucking takes a couple of those as Mr. Carlson isn't looking. Then Roy tells Carlson... He has a name. His name is Lou. Lou. I like Carlson. Lou, hey, Lou, Lou. All right. Roy tells Lou that he doesn't believe in Bigfoot, but Lou... Lou doesn't sound formal. What's his last name? Carlson. Okay, let's stick with that. <laughs> but Carlson tells him not to be so hasty, shanana, with his beliefs, and uh, tells him the story about crazy Wanda who lives deep in the woods and has seen the monster several times. I like when Roy sits down. He fucking grabs the chair and spins it around like Yo! MTV raps like... Cool guy style. Right. Ed Lover. Uh, it also, Lou is extremely lonely because his wife died. She died ten years ago because women like conveniences. Like, motherfucker, you live in Boone, Sylvania, and a house made of dog shit sticks or whatever. You're telling me... <laughs> If there is a 7-Eleven fucking 10 feet from you, you wouldn't hit that up? Okay. All goddamn day, dude. Okay. Slurpees. Right. So oh, Roy runs. Is that, is that a big gulp? Oh, God, yeah. Ooh. And some fucking Sasquatched beef jerky. All right. Roy then runs back to tell Professor Nuge and company about what he has learned and explains the cigarette butts that he stole as proof that someone else was in the cabin while Lou Carlson was hunting, and they had likely been watched the entire time. No, I caught this line. They have they kind of hint about it when he's talking about Crazy Wanda that she might know him. Big feats, in a carnal sense, like she's been blasted by the beast. <laughs> 
So they fucked. The next day, everybody splits up with Professor Nuge heading over to Herb's general store to ask about crazy Wanda. Herb says that Wanda does show up every once in a while, and all she buys is candy. And uh, he says he doesn't know how to find her place, but tells him about the story of Reverend McGinty, uh, who was her dad, and he died. He left her all alone. Meanwhile, at the same time, the students are asking around town about Crazy Wanda. They don't learn where to find her, but they do learn that some of the followers of the Reverend McGinty uh, still live in the woods. And that they're kind of crazy. And Wanda had a baby at some point, but it died. They all regroup and discuss what they've learned as the sheriff is nearby and overhears everything that they were discussing. We also see What's he smoking? the sheriff is smoking the same cigars, cigarellos, Blunts. whatever they were, that Roy found in Mr. Carlson's, you know, mansion. Do you know what this scene reminded dun, dun, me of? Dun. When you're playing a fucking RPG and you're walking around town and asking all the NCPs questions... NPC. What I say? NCP. Yeah, maybe I got Lexdixia or whatever, you know. <laughs> and also sometimes I got Dixlexia. Dixlexia. Yeah, I've seen a couple up close. <laughs> it's like when you're wearing shorts and like the grass is itchy kind of thing. Do you know about my Rattata? He's in the top ten percentage, dog. Well, well, I ain't know. here to flex, but I'm just saying. Shorts are comfy and easy to wear. <laughs> Moving on. More bad music starts, and we get some scenery shots. As the you should just do this while I'm talking. As the gang is being ferried back across the river to their campsite, where they've set up in the woods, the professor tells them that they are not far from where Bigfoot attacked a motorcyclist who had gotten lost in the woods. Before we get another fucking flashback, let's uh, let's cheers to the uh, to the iconic scene of the film. The motorcyclist is riding on the road before taking a small dirt path into the woods to smoke a cigarette and take a piss. That ain't no cigarette, homie. That's a motherfucking joint. Everybody's getting high, huh? It's the fucking 70s, 80s. Well, I mean, didn't um, Easy Rider just come out, you know? Right. So as he moves into the woods to take a piss on a bush, the foliage parts. Comes alive! Where we see Bigfoot grab this guy's fully exposed dick and just pulls him into the woods by it. And we see this fucking blood spatter everywhere. This guy escapes Bigfoot and heads back to his motorcycle. As he's fucking slowly walking, we see his crotch he is like a leak. fucking profusely fucking bleeding blood. Dude, obviously Bigfoot ripping off his spam javelin. Dude, it's so crazy that in this movie, Bigfoot tears a man's body off. And all that's left is just his dick. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, that man was... A dick. And that man was me! God damn it, Putman, you're an asshole. <laughs> so would you say, uh, that man got... Squashed! <laughs> so the prof tells everyone that he didn't make it out alive and that he bled to death before wishing everyone a good night. Thank you. Hmm. Mm, enjoy the story. Mm, yes. After everyone is asleep, Roy is awoken in the middle of the night by, by some, some fat-ass beats out in the woods. Right? Much better music. Than we've fucking heard thus far. Don't be a boner. Uh, he goes to investigate, and Profess Bill, there, fucking tags along with him. Profy Bill! They stumble upon this pagan ritual where many local folks are chanting with a woman lying on a very small table. It's the Virgin Connie Swales. Is a very small, very naked man in a, like a luchador mask 
approaches to impregnate her with his hell seed as they're chanting. Hail seed! Bill shoots a gun into the air as the crowd fucking panics, knocking over a torch and a can of gas. You've never been to a Kid Rock show? Because this is paint by numbers. Which just sets the whole thing on fire. Um, Which, I love their fucking commentary. They're like, oh, should we help out with the fire? And then like, fuck Fuck them! Uh, What if it causes a forest fire? Ah, fuck them. Let them take care of it. Yeah, this is their fucking woods. They shouldn't be out here like... I'm kind of not liking our crew here. They're just trespassing. I'm for fucking big, big toes. Yeah, That's right? my homie. They're kind of shitty, and uh, they don't get any better. It's just like, oh, kind of maybe just burnt down the whole woods. But fuck it. Like, it's their fault for having the pagan. You mean all the little chipmunks and birdies aren't going to have no homes? Yeah. Did you see that the sheriff was one of the fucking people in the robes, too? Yes, I did. Yeah. Because you see that bling of his bajaz. His bedazzled badge. So Bill and Roy make it back to camp and explain to everybody what they saw as Bill tells them they seem to be worshipping a large effigy that looked like Bigfoot. The next day, our crew discovers that the boat that took them across the river is been gone. We're going to ignore it the dream sequence. It done did gone. What's up? We're going to ignore the dream sequence. Oh, of Bill's what? Yeah, that was dumb. Uh, Nuji's wife wakes up and, my, thro- my husband got his throat torn out and used as a beer bong by Big Feet. It's a weird scene because it just like happens for a second and like you never fucking see her again. Yeah. Haha, <laughs> I yeah. just wasted 15 seconds of your life. I skipped over it. <laughs> So they realize the boat's done did gone, and they discover... It's fucking Cropsy, man. <laughs> Cut it loose. Are you sure it wasn't Glazer? It's a fucking kid. He's so weird. He just keeps looking at me all the time. He looks like a little shaped Bigfoot. He looks like a medium foot. <laughs> He's fucking weird. Oh, man. The farts in here are just fucking really bringing us, bringing us down a little bit. Uh, so as they're freaking out what the fuck they do, they discover a Bigfoot footprint in the area. Um, the crew realized that their radio and extra ammunition was on the boat, so they decide the best course of action is to head off into the woods and look for Crazy Wanda. At night, the crew set up a camp and have a normal night discussing Bigfoot, playing chess, and sneaking off in the woods to play Sleeping Bag WrestleMania. While playing... Bump- My God, he's a family man! <laughs> There is no mercy in that man. Jesus, there's puppies. <laughs> All right. So while playing Bump Bump, Bigfoot sneaks up and attacks Gary while Linda freaks out. He, like, sneaks up behind Gary as he's in the middle of his best love sesh and just fucking claws Gary's back down and then just fucking leaves the scene. Like, he just was like, oh, God, everybody's fucking coming to rescue. I'm, you know, I'm just Bigfoot. I can't take on fucking five grown humans. Uh, but he... You know, gets the hell out of there before he can finish the job. The gang then debates on what attacked them last night, uh, as it's now the next day. Gee, I wonder. Yeah. As they head out to continue their search for Crazy Wanda. That's a bobcat. They finally find where she's at and notice that she has bars all over her windows and doors, like she's living in South Central L.A., before heading up and decide to just knock on the door. Just casual. Why the fuck not, you know? Yeah. They're like, oh, there's this little cemetery right here, but... And there's these bars on the doors, and, like, the hovel's built, like, half in a hill here, but I'm sure she wouldn't mind fucking visitors, you know, with all the street signs and directions that let us right here. Yeah. She was so easy to find, I'm sure she would fucking love just people to stop by. It'd be funnier if there was, like, a sign outside that said, like, no solicitors. Right. (laughs) No loitering. Wanda does answer the door. And Bill introduces himself and the group while giving Wanda some candy. 
I love how this is just straight up Wizard of Oz. It's like, you know, knocked out. Door slides, you know, thing slides up. Nobody can see the wizard. No way, no how. Got no way, no how. It's like a little tiny door on your big door. It's like, how about some candy? Takes candy, slides it. I'll consider. Well, okay. her dad was around long enough to fucking teach her that lesson. Right. I mean, this is like everything that goes against an ABC after school special. She, they gave me candy. I'll let these strangers in my house. <laughs> so, okay. Sure, why not? So Roy notices that she is the woman from the ritual, you know, from from the night uh, the other night, who was going to be raped. Uh, not cool, murder cult. Yes, uh, the <clears throat> here comes the spooky podcast does not condone rape, but if it's to help mystical cryptozoological creatures stay in existence, take one for the team. Sorry, Wanda. Okay. Crazy Wanda. Bill continues telling Wanda what they are looking for as she sits in a chair and stares off at fucking space. This chick is fucking disheveled. Yeah, you figure out real quick why she's called Crazy Wanda. They show her a plaster cast mold of the footprint that they found before she freaks out and breaks it. and Judo chops that shit across the room. Then it fucking locks herself in her room alone. They don't call her, uh, you know... Emotionally balanced Wanda, you know? (laughs) So the trespassing crew uh, is now camped out near Wanda's house as Professor Bill tells another story of a woodsman who was killed not far from here. And he's like, we're deep in the woods now. This is Bigfoot country. We gotta be fucking safe. We then cut to a woodsman chopping wood before taking a sweaty break. When he tries to go back to it, he notices his axe is now missing. Bigfoot then comes out of nowhere and chops him in the neck before knocking him down and crushing his skull with an axe. I love everything you said, but it's wrong. I think you meant to say is Professor Nuge tells us about a northerner who went chopping woods while camping. Sasquatch takes the molly hatchet and cranks that damn Yankee in the neck to death. Death number I quit counting. Eight. I think old boy got... Squatched. <laughs> I just jizzed all over myself. I like how you gave me a ton of fucking Ted Nugent yes. right there. And I'm done. Breakdown. That's it. Appreciate it. I do. I do appreciate it. Also, I wanted to say it earlier. Uh, when Gary was plugging old gal, he got squatch cat fevered on the back. <laughs> cat squatched fever. I don't know. You fucking you choose your own adventure there, fuck boys. <laughs> Uh, as the uh, story ends, Professor Bill tells a- another story about two oh, Girl Scouts yes. who got lost in the woods while cutting a new trail. The two ladies realize that they are lost as this flashback is kicking off, as we've already said, and they try to head back to the main trail before, you know, Bigfoot catches them and rips their dick off. <laughs> but suddenly... They got real long clits. <laughs> they are chased by Bigfoot. He catches them both and he makes them, he holds their hands and he makes them stab each other with these fucking knives that they've been awkwardly holding the whole time. That's, see, that's weird. I guess it was different on the version I watched because Sasquatch tapes their fucking arms together and makes them like recreate the battle scene from Michael Jackson's bad. And also, is mine. I'll stab you too. But suppose you. Because I got no shoes. 
um, big fat feet. All right, just stop. All right, all right. Uh, so anyway, and fuck them both for not practicing proper camp safety. You just don't flail your knife around like they've awkwardly got it the whole fucking time they're walking, which is just weird. And it's like it's not like a machete. It's a machete. not even like a big like buoy knife or anything. It kind of looked like a kind of Rambo camping knife. It's like a fucking looks like a steak knife to me. Like hey, a fucking wooden handled hey, fucking pork and chop a pinch. Knife. Also, I don't know. Maybe you could have drop the knives yeah it's he's not like holding their hands shut it's like he's holding their fucking arms it's an interesting scene i guess i don't know it was oh would you say uh oh this is the only time i got the dumb joke two girls one squatch <laughs> i knew it was coming and it still fucking got me. two girls one squatch <laughs> this chuckle break has been brought to you by (laughs) two girls one squash this film has not yet been rated oh shit like drop the fucking knife bitch like that's fucking you know what no that's probably the most humane way out because if you drop those knives what's bigfoot gonna do to you can we can we quote horrible horror here sure quit stabbing yourself stabbing yourself quit stabbing yourself yourself. (laughs) all right uh so Oh, Jesus Christ. Back at the camp now. Fucking flashback free. The professor tells them... Yeah, but we're still in a flashback. That their bo- This is weird to me. Their bodies were found several days later with no trace of what happened. Uh, uh, I'm either... Okay, their knives are still in their hands. Yeah. And they're technically the murder weapons. Yeah, they were fucking covered in knife wounds and they were found with fucking knives. Is Barney Fife your fucking sheriff, dude? <laughs> yeah, Jesus. why don't you fucking nip that one in the bud? Right? God damn, Mayberry, get your shit together. He comments that shit is getting real now, and they should fucking take turns oh, standing guard. Oh, it was guard. a joke? All fucking ten kills, or and plus, at this point, is a joke. Uh, and then we get this fucking great dialogue here where they're like, yeah, we're going to take turns standing guard, uh, and you can we can use my fucking trusty fucking police whistle that I brought with me. And then one of the dudes uh, was like, well, what about the fucking like, shotgun in Wanda's house? Maybe we can go snatch that, you know, just in case your whistle's not He's enough. He's like, whistle! Yeah. <laughs> I have a whistle. I have this whistle. Do you want to hear how loud it is? No, we're good. Well, you also don't want to see how bad it gets hurt getting shot by this gun, so. Yeah. Huh? You know what? I'd actually have this fucking whistle go off and actually shoot myself in the face, Pete. Thanks. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Oh, God. Later on during the night, Bigfoot is stalking the night watch. Chunky Toes is around the camp. in turn, we get his fucking red eye fucking camera when Pete goes off to investigate a noise. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Bigfoot sneaks up behind him and smashes his face against the tree. His own stupid fucking Which face. causes the shotgun that he stole from Wanda to go off and he shoots himself in the fucking head. Pete, maybe you should practice gun safety because you just squatched yourself in the face. <laughs> Right? That's not even Bigfoot's fault. He's like, oh, well, I mean... I guess you got me for involuntary manslaughter? This one's rough. And making good beef jerky. God, that's a crime. So good. So, in the morning... Point blank squatched. In case I didn't (laughs) say that already. Sorry. In the morning, everyone is sad that Pete can't be found. So they come up with a solid plan to hypnotize Wanda with this fucking... A key. key. And it's like, 
a, a car key. It's like the fucking key. It's the boat key of like fucking like a car that like looks like a like a Volkswagen Scirocco. Like it's fucking something you fucking don't see anymore. That is specific, right? And uh, they got on this fucking chain, so they're fucking hypnotizing them with the with the fucking Scirocco key. <laughs> That's a, that's the fucking sex move you got to invent after this episode. The <laughs> and it doesn't work. Surprise, surprise there. Uh, but they noticed that the, she had the door in this house that hasn't been opened in years. Dude, like, these people need to fucking practice etiquette. Right. You're breaking in, practically breaking into somebody's house. Where's my fucking bubble? And you're the dust police? Because they're like, this lock is very dusty. Fuck you. I'm busy. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm busy like eating candy and... That's like a, the Resident Evil description of an item. We've noticed there's lots of dust on this lock. Yeah, this we noticed. Fucking mind suburbia. your fucking business, dude. Right? You know where dirt comes from? Outside. You know where I practically live? The goddamn outside. Right. Get the <sighs> fuck out of here. What are you fucking married to the fucking Mr. Clean? Huh? Put an egg in your shoe and beat it so your husband can come and clean it up, that bald-ass pirate-looking motherfucker. Right? Was your fucking cousin the cheer man? Like, fuck you. With your alopecia ass. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Fucking jail. Yeah, these motherfuckers have no chill. At this point, I'm like, damn, dude, like kind of fucking pissing me off but they're like "Ooh, this door hasn't been opened in forever it's covered in dust blah 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 old dusty locks right and uh, wanda is like becomes very protective of the door you know she's like you know like what you do in your own fucking house please don't open that locked door hey, and it's like a lock like a fucking like, me yeah is it a combination lock or a, a... it's like a fucking padlock Padlock. Like a, a padlock. A padlock. <laughs> Something they fucking used should have used to fucking keep the boat in place. Yeah, no shit. I see fucking Wanda. Apparently she's crazy and she's the one fucking planning ahead. She's got crops on speed dial. So she freaks the fuck out as they basically break and enter in this fucking room. Give me a screwdriver. How about get the fuck out of my house? Yeah. But then again, what what movie would that make? And then they got the fuck out of the house and everything was fine. Credits roll. They learned their fucking place. Yeah. Flash red. Roll credits. <laughs> Oh, there was the line. We finally fucking found it. So when they finally get the fucking door open against fucking Wanda, clearly fucking protesting, yeah. they discover that it was Reverend McGinty's old room, and Wanda has not been in there since he set himself on fire. <laughs> Wanda breaks it was Halloween, down and he tried to go as the Human Torch for Halloween, and uh, <laughs> doesn't do it. He won first job. place at the costume party, but uh, it didn't cover those medical bills. And he, uh, he hot-dogged himself. So she breaks down as she's fucking screaming about her baby. And this room's fucking, like, covered in, like, 15 years worth of, like, cobwebs. Yes. It's got a weird, so everybody... like, altar. To, like, yeah, a dead baby Mary. altar. Yeah, it's, it's... You know, that's a perfectly healthy coping mechanism. I will say the bed's made very nicely. Well, yeah. What, what else are you gonna do out there? Yeah. Have sex with Bigfoot? <laughs> so, the gang, uh, then decides that they're going to attempt to hypnotize Wanda again... Wanda, you're a sport. Yeah. It, this time, though, they use a fucking Pontiac Tempest key, so it works. <laughs> and they couldn't find their gremlin keys? <laughs> they ask her to remember back to when she was 15 years old and to tell her story. Flashback to flashback. We flashback. Woo! To Wanda being 15 and being courted by a young gentleman. The Reverend does not like this much. Yeah, they're just holding hands, right? Wants to beat the fucking hormones out of Wanda with a belt as she's tied to her front porch. The Reverend tells her... I don't see anything weird about this. Like, did your parents not do this in high school? 
constantly. All right, that's why I walk with a fucking hunchback. Worst my mom ever did was to fucking handcuff me to the porch. Oh well, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I didn't mean, get beat. I got handcuffed to it for sure. So I guess holding hands in the, like the seventies was like the equivalent of third base. Holding I, hands and giving out flowers. Oh fuck! I came <laughs> and I just my pants. Pause the episode. Give me my wet wipes. So the Reverend berates her the whole time, and uh, I thought this was a pretty funny line. He tells her that I'm saving your soul, you ungrateful bitch. <laughs> I mean, that's up there with bag a bitch. You bag a bitch. As he continues to beat the shit out of her with this fucking leather strap. Beat the sin out of her. Yeah. Later in the evening, Wanda is hiding outside from her father as Bigfoot. Oh, I thought she got banished from the house. Might have been. Yeah. The same boat. Whatever. Either way, she's outside. Bigfoot notices her and slowly approaches her and gives chase. He chases her ass down and he catches her quickly. She's just playing hard to get. Throws her down on the ground and then proceeds... To rape Wanda. Sass, uh, Funky Toes gets all up in Wanda's beast box. Yeah. Yeah. Sasquatch is getting up her Sasquatch. Sasquatch can sit. Right? I know you're cryptozoological and you're worried about spreading your demon seed, but come on, dude. Yeah, he must belong to one of the good fraternities where somebody's dad's a lawyer. Or he's a Weinstein. <laughs> Harry Weinsteiner. So the Reverend hears the screams and Holy shit, this comes out with fuck. a shotgun to investigate. He investigate. sees what's going on. How about spectate? Yeah. He pulls out a bag he, of popcorn. He watches for a while. I where's his left hand go? I think it wanders down south. He's just fucking equator. holding that gun and just watching this take place. You deserve this. No man's gonna want you now. She's walking like a cowboy for nine months. <laughs> and he eventually decides he's seen enough, and he fucking shoots Bigfoot, and that chases him off. Some time has now passed, and we see that Wanda is very pregnant with the Bigfoot baby. The Rev is praying to the Lord to burst her belly and burn the demon baby with fire. Right, like... As she's fucking watching him say this shit. It's like, Jesus, how about you tag team and come in and uh, give me a magical Bigfoot of Bobo. Oh, fun fact, if we've never covered this. A bobo is the adorable term we refer to as abortion. Okay. A bobo. He says that the monster that did this to her is watching her from the woods, waiting for the birth of this demon seed. You know what? That's a good baby daddy. He's keeping an eye on the situation right? from a scenario because, you know, Rever da- Uncle Dad or whatever, he's, he's not yeah. helping. Later still... In this flashback, we now see that Wanda is giving birth as her dad just watches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you slide a hand in there. I mean, oh, let's rephrase that. You know, hold your daughter's hand for moral support, but you're some uppity Baptist, this, that, and the other thing. After the baby is born, we see the Rev take the baby. It's all fucking bloody and screechy. So she gives birth to a beautiful, bouncing baby Bigfoot. Right. And when he holds it up to the air, it looks like somebody took a cabbage patch now covered in fucking sweet baby rays and is, like, hoisting it to the and sky. And, like, patched fur to it. <laughs> it. It's like that scene from the fucking Lion King. It's, uh, it's a covered in a sweet baby race. <laughs> <laughs> sweet Vidalia onion, right? Oh, come on, man. He's got those little chips. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so, uh, Wanda then wakes up from the fucking, like, you know, hypnosis in Brain front of the group, tickling. screaming not to fucking kill her baby. 
and the group fully fucking wakes her up from being hypnotized and asks her how she feels before she gives them the death stare and walks off. How do I feel? How do I feel? You fucking people have invaded my goddamn home. You invaded my mind. Yeah. You fucking make me relive the fucking most traumatic moments of my fucking life. You're on my ass because I don't dust. Fuck you. Do you have any more candy at least? Yeah. You just brought the one piece? That's fucking rookie. I hope somebody puts your fucking face on a hot stove, you fucking mustache cocksucker. (laughs) I hope you... uh, 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 Hey, let's, uh, let's, uh... Keep trucking. Yeah, sorry, we can fucking... Come on, US Ace, let's keep trucking. (laughs) These motherfuckers are terrible. So the fucking shitty crew now sit around and debate if Juan is telling the truth and decide there is only one way to find out. Grave robbing! Yes! A baby's grave! They're gonna dig up the fucking baby's grave! Like, you couldn't fucking get any worse as a fucking group of fucking individuals who I'm supposed to be fucking rooting for? I'm a sadistic, horrible piece of shit. But even baby grave robbing... It's when I get a boner. I mean, it's where I draw the line with my boner. These fucking people deserve what's fucking coming to them. Yes. They dig up the fucking baby grave. They find this tiny coffin. Words I did not think I would have to hear this week. (laughs) And they open it up to discover the deformed remains of Wanda's baby. It is fucking literally a dog it's, skull. It's a cow head. It's, it's a, f- a it's a cow head. It's like it's if you go to Texas, you see that Cadillac. That is what is you know in between two giant horns. I thought it was like a dog skull, but yeah, it's it's a fucking animal skull. We'll it's not even like a, we'll flip a coin on it later. It's man, but yeah. the skull itself would be the size of a baby. Yes. So it makes and that's all that's in this box. It encompasses ninety percent of the fucking inside of this box. Is just this massive fucking oh, skull. Oh shit! Hold up. What if? What if... Dramatic pause. Yep. Okay. I'm waiting. What if... Little, little Big Feets is out there prowling, and they did a, a skullduggery swap a You know, like the fucking Omen. Uh, but, but, no, because there's some things that Wanda say later that would contradict that. Well, what the fuck does she know? Not Dustin. Not finding her own candy. She knows candy. No, she makes her way every once in a while to Herb's shop. Mm-hmm. He says so. Yeah, she like rake her fucking hair with. She knows candy. She bones. knows uh, how to rock in a chair. She knows how to take that Bigfoot D. You know what? I don't like the way you're talking about Wanda. <laughs> so, um, okay, we've got uh, some grave robbing going on, and uh, as they make this discovery, King Bigfoot here fucking comes hauling ass up the hill, ready to kill these motherfuckers for disturbing the sacred place of his fucking dead child. Uh, who's mad at him? Yeah. Not me. No. Nope. I, at this point, I'm like, get him, buddy. Yep. Get him, you big fucking hairy ass. Go squash him. They all run inside and hide in Wanda's cabin as Gary takes aim at Bigfoot with a shotgun. Wanda grabs it at the last minute and forces him to miss, saving her baby daddy. The crew then decide to hunker down for the night with Wanda, and they fucking rummage through her house. They antagonize Bigfoot at the same time, too, man. Yeah. That's shitty. They find a large pile of junk that Wanda says are presents from Bigfoot. Treasures. And he brings them to her. I mean, well, what are these? It's like a broken Coke bottle, an old watch, some... Like a like hubcap. A macaroni necklace. Yeah, like, you know? a fucking, like a rusted, like, like Pepsi can. It's like an I love you, but it has like the cutesy backwards L or whatever. <laughs> or the backwards E. Right. It's an odds oh, a heart. No, it's heart. actually, it's like a raccoon heart he fucking hot glued in there. Because, <laughs> you know, Squatchy, he's, he's got to get his arts and crafts on, too. So, 
they're like saying, or she's saying, hey, he leaves these by me every, or like by the door every so often because he he's smitten with me. And, I don't thank him. And I don't give him anything in return. Yeah, right. You sent him booby pics. Don't even front. <laughs> the group continues to fucking, like, just press her. They guess that Bigfoot had raped Wanda in a last attempt to save his species by producing an offspring, even if it was half-human. I mean, what are and the these alien ass clowns about? just fucking keep marveling at the fucking Bigfoot rape story while Wanda just fucking sits there with an earshot and just listens. She's probably planning on slitting her fucking throats while they sleep. That's what she's doing, like, she's fucking staring at the wall. They ask her if, like, the group worshipped Bigfoot, you know, like, that her father fucking led and shit like that, because he thought it was a demon seed when Wanda admits to everybody that, hey, actually, I... And the one who burned him alive. Well, not the followers. Wait, so if her dad ran that cult that's pro Bigfoot and pro uh, Bigfoot squirted a squatch in her, I think that they are mistaken and they were always pro Bigfoot, but he himself was not. They're oh, not he, his he followers. started and bounced out. So we then get a flashback of the Reverend locked inside the burning shed as Wanda admits that she burned him alive because he killed her baby. And she did it to save his eye father. Eye for an eye, motherfucker. And this is actually a pretty cool scene because we don't see the Reverend at all. He's like inside the shed, fucking locked, and it's on fire. This was cool. We do get this fucking cool FX shot of a burning skeletal hand, like fucking melting skeletal hand, fucking punching through the wooden door, like trying to unlock it. That was really cool. Probably the whole budget of the movie. Yeah, it's almost like some Terminator. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that was fucking badass. I liked that a lot. Outside now, we get Bigfoot red-eye POV camera fucking stalking the cabin while the crew is inside making plans to escape in the morning. As Linda is looking out the window of the front door, you know, the little tiny door, Pete's dead body fucking swings in front of it and scares the shit out of her. Yeah, I was wondering what was going on here. Everyone runs outside to bring Pete's dead-ass corpse in as Bigfoot starts busting up the place with his claws. Smash it up! He's fucking smashing fucking windows as uh, he then injures Professor Bill in the process. Well, uh, broken glass or something? It's because he's, like, close to the window and he, like, like as he breaks the fucking glass, Takes he, like, slashes. Yeah. Okay. The gang does their best to board up the windows and fight off Bigfoot with a fireplace poker. And a camera. Yeah. And I'll they try to fucking blind him with these fucking camera flashes. You mean like blinded by the light? I gotcha. Get poked by a... Blinded by the light. Stabbing. Rev up like a deuce and then rolling in the night. Say stabbing Squatch with a poker and smells like burnt hair. But yeah, that's those aren't the lyrics, obviously. To Blinded by the Light? The original. Which one original? Manfred Mann or Bruce Springsteen? Uh-huh. Manfred Mann. That's the popular one. Bruce Springsteen originally wrote that. That's the only song that Bruce Springsteen ever wrote that meant number one. And it wasn't recorded by him. The Manfred Mann version uh, got number one. Bruce Springsteen has no number ones. That's an awesome story, and you should talk about it while I go pee. So Bigfoot now has finally busted the fucking South Central bars off the windows and he makes his way inside the fucking cabin while Wanda is just casually fucking rocking in her chair. She's like, oh shit, my baby daddy's home. And the gang is fucking freaking out. Would you not? Everyone hides in Rev's old room, but they fucking say, oh hey Carla, you're not fast enough. And kind of lock her out as Bigfoot fucking grabs her 
and strangles her to fucking death. Shit, grips her up like a dick and chokes her till her head's bright and red like a <laughs> like a dickhead. Uh, before he fucking goes and busts on in. Welcome to slow mo. Yeah. So Bigfoot fucking grabs Gary and throws him against this large saw. Oh, yes. That's like fucking hanging on the One of those wall. old OG fucking two-person, uh, yeah, like, like Michael, uh, like Buster Keaton saw. Yeah. Uh, which slices open his stomach. Gary then falls to the floor. <laughs> Bigfoot fucking reaches down and just starts fucking pulling out all of fucking Gary's guts in his newly made fucking manhole. It's like in Pee-wee's Big Adventure when he's pulling the chain out of his bike, <laughs> but it's intestines. Then he takes his intestines and starts cracking them like a fucking whip like Simon Belmont. Yeah. Just getting Gary juice all over everybody. Whatcha? Whatcha? Fucking like helicopter that shit like a goddamn like fucking madman. Pablo. Spin that shit around the head like a helicopter. <laughs> Sasquatch up. Uh, Roy then tries to stop him with an axe he found, but Bigfoot tosses his ass through a fucking window and drags him fucking Saws across his. it. <clears throat> slices his fucking throat open. Why are you even trying to flex on Sasquatch with an axe? You seen what he did? He got Molly Hatchet all over that old boy's ass. Well, they didn't see it, but they heard about it. Right. In another, you know, one of the many fucking flashbacks. It's like Dark City up in this motherfucker. He then proceeds to toss Linda around. Oh, hold up. We fucked up. Oh, yeah. Let's go back. All right, so uh, Carla. get... Oh, Carla get... Did she get... Squashed! Okay. And Gary. Did Gary get... Squatched. He got his squatched. And did Death... Right, Roy just got... <laughs> squatched. <laughs> so now, uh, he uh, he's now fucking fighting off Linda. He proceeds to fucking toss her around like she's a goddamn, you know, set of fucking Gary's guts. Before he picks up a fucking pitchfork. Yep. And impales her. It's actually the broken pitchfork from Friday the 13th Part 2. Just kidding. <laughs> or am I? He fucking nails her real good with that. She's flopping on the ground like a fish that got stabbed in the chest with a uh, pitchfork. <laughs> and things aren't looking good for Linda. Would you say she got... <laughs> Meanwhile, Professor Bill has been kind of watching all this happen from the corner as he's not helped out one bit. No, he's like, uh, college credits for those guys. <laughs> You guys all I got days. I got tenor, bitches. <laughs> uh, Bigfoot says no, no, as fucking Professor Bill there tries to make a break for it. Grabs him and presses his fucking face against the burning stove. Oh, shit, yes. Like, effectively fucking burning him from the nose down. Grabs Professor Nuge and makes an open face Nuge melt on the fucking grill. <laughs> they pull him off. He ain't got a face. Like, his teeth are busted out. His fucking eyeballs gone you know like from that child's play remake that was a really good movie we watched last night we then cut back to the scene at the beginning so the entire movie has been a flashback so we've got flashbacks inside of flashbacks inside of flashbacks inside of flashbacks about sam squanch so where professor bill is wearing his fucking ninja ninja mask bandage which i call bullshit man because you've seen the fuckery for magnitude of his face yeah he should have looked like that dude from Buried Alive where he's just got that one little eyeball poking out in them teeth. But, uh, no. So he's finally, you know, finishing recanting the story of what happened. And this was 
pretty fucking fun. Like, I had to have nachos, like, rewind this shit. The fucking, like, as he's talking, the bandages are, There's like, a little gap moving. in there, and it's, like, every time he puts, like, the fucking bandages are talking. It's like, you guys can't yeah. see the little motion we're doing, but, like, it's a little gap in the fucking, in the bandage, and every time he moves his jaw, it opens up a little bit, so it looks like he, the, the mummy like a, head's talking, like, Herbert, Herbert, it's what's happened to me. He insists that even though it sounds crazy, he is telling the goddamn truth. And if they go find Crazy Wanda, she'll explain everything. Yeah, she'll back it up. Yeah. She's got my back. It's cool. They don't seem to believe him at all. And they fucking drug him to knock his ass out. <sighs> they have a little powwow, like, at the foot of the bed. Yeah, they think he's crazy. And Oh, he ain't crazy, dog. Dr. Paxton dies, uh, di- di- uh, bitty, uh, bitty, uh, diagnosis. diagnoses him as criminally insane. <laughs> and uh, he won't be able to leave the psych ward that they're going to put his ass in. Would you want him to? And they're going to certify him fucking insane, criminally insane, and they're going to lock insane him in up. Insane in the membrane. Got no face. He's insane. End of movie. Credits roll. And we got, we got mm, scorched. <laughs> hey, Nachos. Do you want to see a dead body? Do I? <laughs> All right. So for counting everything that's happened... We've got 17 kills in this movie. 17 confirmed kills. Quite a number of kills here, for sure. What, three shy 20? Six of them happen off screen, so let's run through the countdown here. All right. We got the fisherman. His arm was ripped off. Squatched. We got dad, mauled to death off screen. Yeah, squatched. Mom, mauled to death off screen. Squatched. Daughter, mauled to death off screen. Also squatched. Van Lover. She's belly squatched. Mauled to death off screen. Squatched. Sleeping bag man, impaled on a tree branch. Spun around a helicopter. He got squatched. Motorcycle man, dick ripped off. Got his dick squatched off. Woodsman, skull crushed with an axe. Off screen. Got Molly hatched it. Squatch. Girl Scout senior, stabbed to death. Quit squatching yourselves. By Girl Scout junior. Quit squatching yourself. Who stabbed to death by Girl Scout senior. Oh shit. Pete, shot in the head by himself with his own shotgun. Squatched his own face off. Uh, McGinty baby, unknown. Oh. Off screen. Debatable. Not squatched. Sand squatch. Reverend McGinty, set on fire. Toasty! <laughs> Carla Thomas, strangled to death. Squatch, squatch. Gary, stomach sliced open and guts ripped out. Squatch, Rooney. Roy, sliced neck with glass. Oh, he squatched. Linda, impaled with a pitchfork. Quit squatching. All right, so what was your favorite kill, Nachos? All right, hot dog flicks. Real talk. Everybody wants to go for the dick. It just like the movie. No, everyone wants to go for that dick because it's great. What? Wh- Name me another movie where Sasquatch is squatching off somebody's ding dong. Nope. That's it. This is the one and only. If I had to give it to my personal favorite kill, it's when he picks old sleeping bag, uh, sleepy slumber prince. Little fucking Rip Van Winkle there. <laughs> little Squatch Van Winkle. Fucking spin him around. <laughs> Wow! Wow! Fucking lets him go, and then he dies upside down with his human juices all over his face. <laughs> and Bigfoot, I, you know, can we just audibly do that kill? You be Bigfoot. Okay, and, and who are you gonna be? I, I'll be a uh, sleeping bag boy. <laughs> <laughs> Right? That's that's how everybody sounded. That is so young and beautiful! (laughs) 
I can't believe you squashed me like that. <laughs> I got blood in my nose. Mine was definitely it's the a, motorcycle. The fucking it's dick, dick rip. rip. Fucking uh, that like that scene. So one of the things that I noticed on my DVD that Nachos and I did when we were fucking looking at oh it. Oh my god! Is it's got alternate artwork. It, so it's got the the Maria chick. On the front, like, you know, like, you boobies little, hanging out and stuff like that. You got it's like, hotness, oh, hey, watch this movie with me. Hotness McRasselbot, and then you get, like, a moon and a little bit of Sasquatch. Flip it over, though. What's that? It's fucking Bigfoot, like, down in the corner and fucking dude holding his fucking no balls. The zone. Just blood fucking everywhere and just making the... You flip the case face. over, boom, it's that again. You open up the fucking case, see the DVD, what is it? Yeah. Crotchless, it's it's uh, Crotchless Willie, there we go. <laughs> Squatchless Willie. <laughs> Got squatched. I'm a dick. I got my squatch. Squatch, squatch, squatch. You ready for some uh, stuff you should know? Bring me up to speed. All right. So All right. I tried to find trivia for this movie. I came across one bit of trivia only. Uh, it's a little bit of a long one, though. So the original edit of the film included scenes with a helicopter rescuing the remaining students after two were killed by the Bigfoot monster. The rescue sequence was headed by the town sheriff and oh. was followed by a scene between the sheriff and crazy Wanda outside her cabin during which the sheriff assures crazy Wanda that Bigfoot is still alive and well, because as we know, As her baby daddy. And he was are part of the pass, cult. Are they passing the blunts back and forth? Those scenes were cut when the initial distributor determined that the film would be more commercial. If all the students were killed by Bigfoot in this climactic bloodbath, that is how you market a movie, except oh one who would live to tell the tale which was, you know, Professor the Bill Nugent. As a result of these post-production changes, Paul Keller appears only briefly as the sheriff in a walk-on bit when the students first arrive in the village and they're asking the questions. Just torching that blunt. However, he is listed as a member of the principal cast in the opening credits, plus on mine as well, which were completed before the alternate ending was inserted into the film. So, kind of a neat little bit of trivia there. And that would have been a fun deleted scene. Yeah, like, you kind of set up this whole cult thing, like, yeah, run with it. Yeah, it does not come into fruition. You still have the entire town in on it. Yeah. So, uh, Nachos, what are your final cuts and thoughts of the movie? Well, not so fast. Uh, oh, do you have some trivia today? I have some trivia. Oh, please, then All right. regale me, sir. No actual Bigfoots were harmed during the making of this film. And, and... This movie was loosely based of what the Utah police dubbed in 1967 as the Bigfoot murders. Really? Nope, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> oh, that shit sounded good. Guess what? Guess what, Jeff? I think you got squashed. Squatch! That's all I got for trivia. All right, all right. So then what are your final cuts and, final cuts and thoughts of the movie? Uh, so... This movie's pretty fucking fun. It's slow, unfortunately. It's just a movie you drink a couple beverages with your buddies. You get a little squatched out. Maybe a little squanched out, if you will. Uh, the story's kind of garbage, but goddamn, stick around for that gore. Yeah. Don't worry. There's no uh, cure for stupid at the bottom of that beer. Keep drinking it. Keep you drinking sure? it. Okay. Keep drinking it. Here, have some of mine. All right, I'll throw it back to you. What uh, What'd you think of this? So, as far as the movie goes, I got a big problem with obviously the low production value. This is a B movie, my ass. This is like the worst of the B movies possible, at least from that aspect. Borderline C. It's not 
Yeah, dude, but you know... They relied on nothing but fucking, like, natural lighting. Hey, man, cinematically, sometimes if it wasn't, like, shot on a fucking piece of bacon you found behind the Burger King dumpster... And I, I gotta I, give it, like, we, when we, like, so your version that you watch, you watch on Amazon. I had the, like, I know we both got the DVD, but I watched the DVD. The DVD, while made from this really crappy one-inch, like, you know, vault treasure that they fucking found, Code Red's was much better than the streaming version, so. Right. <laughs> it's kind of weird that the Code Red version isn't the one that is streamed. Yeah, that's, uh, what do you think it was, like, a VHS rip? Yeah. Man, I'll I buy think that. so. Because mine has better audio, which isn't saying much, and just better screen you know like appearance overall you know what it didn't have higher quality of film subtitles yeah my dvd does not and i hate that but it does have some ex ref at wrestler chick in skippy costume trying to i didn't so i didn't watch her version so i guess she gives like commentary through the whole time she has an intro i watched the intro but i couldn't stand her it's bad it's like ha 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 what you want me to do this maybe it's like yeah lady let us handle the shitty jokes yeah because her dvd has a has a music video that she's trying to like oh set up a record you thought that judy shit from sleepaway camp was we gotta watch that later and like she's like it's playing as she's getting that fake phone call as she's setting it up, but I digress. I get it. We're looking the movie for... itself, oh, it's sorry. got a wild story, for sure, right? A cannibalistic, satanic, Bigfoot cult. Interesting deaths. Very. That's where the movie shines. And I really do like the plot twist about Bigfoot near the end when he was just trying to save his species, but the movie itself fucking jumps the shark like three times with all the fucking flashbacks. Yeah, it's, and it was a little hard to comprehend. You got the fucking cult, which never came into fruition. Even if you had like the original ending, it it never would have even explained it. At least, at least from what I found. You know what? You keep the Bigfoot slaughter fest, uh, and then they come to get fucking Professor Nuge. Tack that on the end. You got yourself a decent movie. Yeah. And well, then also, like, the editing was, was a little off. There's, like, the scene where they're first crossing the river, and, like, they've got the sun up, and they're they're going, and then the, the, all of a sudden, like, the sun jumps, like, two more fucking inches above the fucking sky. It's like, so they, Borealis. Like, they ran out of fucking, <laughs> like, they ran out of fucking tape. and like, all right, do it again. Uh, and obviously the fucking sounding itself was just atrocious. There were so many well, times the sound where quality like, was a hot poo poo. Even on mine, I had to fucking turn up like, the volume like way, way high just to hear what they were oh saying. Oh my god! Uh, I wanted, I forgot to mention this earlier. I was watching that van scene, and you know I had to turn it up because the shit's so crappy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the shit is crappy. That's very redundant. The quality of the film was subpar at best. I come, my fucking roommate knocks on the door. He's like. Can you turn your porno down? Me and the kids trying to eat dinner. And I'm just like, it's not, it's it's Bigfoot. And the, these chicks are fucking in the, the, people are fucking in this van. He's like, yeah, okay, okay. Sure. And I'm like, yeah, but look. And he's like, and he comes in in the redhead, you know, it's got their fucking tits out. And it's just like, <laughs> I'll let you have this one. <laughs> well, which van scene did you like better? Uh, this one or the one from Don't Go in the Woods Alone? Oh, with the uh, fucking Sauron from the... <laughs> Carl Lycos. Carl Lycos and, and a Jimmy Carter Jedi and the fucking uh, Farrah Fawcett Bangmobile. I liked that one better. I like Don't Go in the Woods Alone better. Because that, that van was legit, dude. It's got fuzzy fucking carpeting. It's got like a disco ball. It has a fucking Psycho Manus statue. Oh, that's so weird. It's like a fucking marble statue of like Elvis From in Batman, there. you lift the head up and you call fucking Commissioner Gordon? No, that's not that's how he gets into the Batcave. Calls Gordon yeah, on no, the you know how Jimmy phone. Carter got in that bad cave? <laughs> a couple fucking wine coolers. So, yeah, uh, what are your what's your rating 
on the movie. Rating, ugh. So out of 10, I give this six yanked off biker ding-dongs. <laughs> Squatched! <laughs> I also gave it six ripped off dicks out of 10. I like it. That's how we mesh. That's how we gel. Well, uh... So, uh, you got anything else for us, buddy? I think you had, uh, something? You know what? What? Would you like to play a game? Yeah, I would. Where is this? Okay. So what are we playing here? All right, so, uh... Little game I want to call Smash Em or Slash Em. Do we get to taser each other? No, we're saving that one. Okay. And we're going to work on those rules, too, you fuck. <laughs> All right. So in this game, I'm going to rattle off five horror movie characters, supporting characters, villains, what have you will. And um, you're going to tell me you're going to smash them. That means fornicate with them. Or you're going to slash them like you kill them. Okay. All right. So let's just get this out of the way because... On the Here Comes the Spooky podcast, we are not creepy kid fuckers. Yes. We're creepy. We're not kid fuckers. Correct. And let alone, are we creepy kid fuckers? Mm -hmm. But, uh... Just keep saying it. It's great to hear. He's a kid fucker! All right, go on. All right, so, like, if I reference, uh, 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 like, Reagan from The Exorcist. I'm not talking about Reagan from The Exorcist. I'm talking about Reagan from The Exorcist 2. When, um... Linda Linda Blair is 18 or of age or like, you know, this is the of age version of this because... Then why wouldn't you pick Linda Blair from Hell Knight? Doesn't count because she's... I'm I'm picking Reagan, you know, like it's an 18-year-old version of Reagan kind of thing or like an 18-year-old version of Waterlogged Jason kind of thing. You're already fucking treading fucking... All right, all right, all right. Uh, You've been struck by an arrow by the pansexual fairy, so, you know, everything's up for grabs. Okay. All right, number one. And you got to give me the pros and cons of dating them, and then what you would do afterwards. All right. Big feats from this movie. Slash them. Slash them. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say list the pros and cons, and then your final conclusion. Okay. So uh, the pros would be um, long walks in the woods. Okay. The You're cons not would be unconsensual sex. Yeah. So slash them. That's slash them. All right. Number two. Judy from Sleepaway Camp. But she's 18 years old, so it's okay. Okay. Um, smash him. Smash him. I'm right. oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, so, Judy, uh, so she would, so she's that kind of girl that when you're alone with her, she's fucking less bored with you and very interested and just not as cunty as she appears to be in front of everybody else. It's um, a facade. But the con is that she is also super fucking cunty everywhere else. So you're like, I'm very confused. Hyper Do you like superficial me? And Do you fucking not like me? Your kids are fucking wet! But, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm a man, and uh, I would say, yeah, smash him. Grab her by the side pony. <laughs> I mean, you know, corner them boys, and boobies keep getting bigger every summer, so My I guess. man, I... you seen those things? <laughs> All right. Uh... Easy, Ricky. <laughs> Haggis, the witch from Pumpkinhead. Now, she's uh, a deep... Let me paint this picture because you might be foggy. Haggis is no, a... No, I just watched it. 300-year-old yeah. backwoods witch. So, with age comes experience. <laughs> All right. Um, 
But you know those labias are fucking she's slapping not, her in the knees. She's not limber and likely very crusty and dusty. Yeah. So slash them. Slasher. Okay. All right. What do we at? Three right there. Yeah. All right. Moram from Temple of Doom. Moram. Moram. I'll see you in hell. Kali. Shakti May. Wait, Shakti Day. Oh no, she's Oh no, she's Kalima Shatide. But he's an abo. But he's an abo. You gotta be careful, because he'll tell your heart out if you're not careful. Cover your heart, Indy! Cover your heart! Uh, okay, so Mularan. Um, <laughs> he's very religious, too. Yes. So, that would be a con. I think I just named your cons right there. That he's just a little too religious. He's needy. But he's got my heart on his mind. <laughs> Um, but, uh, for a pro, he's, um, he's foreign. He's mysterious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'd be speaking to me in languages that I don't understand. He's got that accent. He would make me feel dangerous. Uh, so I would say smash him. All right. And for the creme de la creme, Pamela Voorhees. Oh, dude. All what? right. Awesome. Uh, so for... She cooks. You gonna let me answer? I'm sorry, I'm just... I'm helping you so, out. So, uh, for cons, she's a little too into her kid. Um, but mean, she's a single mom, so buddy, I get the, it. The kid comes first. Uh, but I mean, God, what do you say about Pamela Voorhees? Honestly, I got, I don't have many cons. Uh, I'm all pros here. She cooks. She's a caring nurturer. She's stronger than shit. Cause she's fucking throwing dead bodies through fucking Left windows. Right. Right, dude. Like pinning motherfuckers to walls and shit. Like setting up elaborate traps, she's cool. I I gotta say, smash him like just all out. And it, if we're picking a number one, like she's my fucking favorite. Right. Molaron um, is a close second. Just don't piss her off. Just do not piss her off. Make sure she stays on her meds. Maybe don't talk shit about her lumpy ass kid that ain't a very good swimmer. <laughs> maybe you know what? That you know what you get in. You meet little JV who's kind of a little lumpy in the head zone. Buy him some water wings. I get him a hat first, uh, and then I buy him some water wings. There you go. All right, so that that was pretty good. So I'm going to throw you a bonus round. Which ghoulie of the titular films, ghoulies, is you going to fuck? Can you name them for me? All right, so you got little lumpy face ghoulie. He's the one poking out of the pooper. Uh Uh-huh. You got uh, cat face ghoulie, Uh who has little cloven hooves. Okay. You have the rat face ghoulie, and then you have the weird flying one. I feel I might be missing one. Are you not, uh... Not... Which one's the fat-headed one? That's the little lumpy boy. He's yeah. The, he's the toilet guy. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have said, are you, um, fluent on your ghoulies? I am. I just don't remember their names. Okay. I don't uh, think they have names. Well, you know what? We'll switch that. What puppet master character would you fuck? See, uh, that's a little better. The, the, uh, the, uh, fucking six-arm fucking cowboy. Oh, he's going to grip up that dick, mm-hmm. right? Easily. Yeah, all right. Yeah, he's going to do things with them fingies. All right. Fingies and in my dingies. What is... Okay, you did good, buddy. You did good. But I'm going to ask you a very personal question. Okay. What is the worst horror movie you've ever turned your dick out of socket to? Think Wait. of the worst horror movie you could masturbate to. What is it? Sorry to blindside you with this. Yeah. Uh, give me a second here. Okay. 
I'm going to say Serbian flick. Because as much as I love dead babies, I'm not trying to fuck them, you know? So you're masturbating to a Serbian flick? No, I'm not. You're saying tear your dick out of socket as if I'm masturbating to it. Oh, yeah. No, like if you had to... Pick a horror movie to masturbate to. Yes, the worst the worst horror movie to masturbate to. Uh, the Poughkeepsie tapes. Yeah, because right when you're about to come, it's going to be... Pop it! I'm just like, oh, God. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, that's it for that stupid little game that... Uh, Thank God. I, uh, you know, maybe I'll give you a better heads up next time. And... Uh, maybe we just do less uncomfortable topics. And uh, worst place to get fucked by your grandpa. In his coffin. At his funeral. <laughs> Backseat of a Volkswagen Scirocco. Oh my god, they're so uncomfortable. <laughs> What's with that fucking head seat? Oh god. Alright, so that concludes this episode of Here Comes the Spoo Key. Oh. Uh, I believe I tied a ribbon around my finger so I wouldn't forget. Well, I ain't got nothing. So, uh, tune in. We're actually going to have an episode next week oh my come out where we learn about the differences between good and bad twins, and we find out what does and doesn't taste like cranberry sauce. That's not cranberry sauce. <laughs> no, not at all. All right, so, everybody, say dumb. And stay squanchy! Oh, you got me. You uh, got stay me. spooky, kids. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye.